Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Happy Comic-Con weekend, and welcome to episode 42 of the Real Flicks podcast. Uh, guys, how are you doing? Good. Doing swell. Have your brains melted with all of the updates and logos and trailers and all that kind of stuff? Because <laughs> mine sure have. I've made it. I think I made it through this Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to talk about, so uh, we'll get started in uh, in the Marvel world. So, Josh... Get us started. What happened in Marvel's presentation at Comic-Con? So in Marvel's panel, uh, I guess I'll start with the smaller stuff. Um, So first off, uh, Thor. Thor Ragnarok. They showed off some stuff. Um, We got kind of story details. um, And a look at um, the Hulk. Wearing, uh, not wearing, but we got a look at like armor he's going to be wearing. And it's kind of like gladiator armor. Um, so it's, I guess they're doing, I guess it pretty much confirms that they're doing, I, I'm just going to assume you guys don't know much about the story because I don't either. Uh, the <laughs> the uh, World War Hulk story. Um, I thought it was Planet Hulk. Or so one of the, I don't know, one of the two. I don't okay. know. I've seen a little bit of Planet Hulk, so I'm familiar with that. But okay. the thing that confuses me about it is like, so how is, like, how is Mark Ruffalo going to be in this movie? I mean, because if he's going to be in space all the time, he's going to have to be Hulk, like, a majority of it, and he can't really act as Hulk. No, that's that's the motion capture. That's the thing. That's um, part of this. I think this came out before then, but uh, Hulk is going to be more intelligent or uh, expressive, I guess you could say. He's going to be as Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I guess you sort of have to do that, but... Um, yeah, that's as for Thor Ragnarok, everything else that was shown, I mean, pretty much most of Marvel stuff, footage-wise, was kind of shown there exclusively, so we don't have much Marvel Marvel footage to talk about, except for one thing. But, um, yeah, that's really all we got out of Thor Ragnarok. But we did get a uh, very interesting uh, logo for it. Yeah, yeah, that's a word for it. <laughs> it, yeah, doesn't work, it doesn't work for you? Nah, it looks ugly. Dumb. It looks, it looks, I mean, it looks kind of retro, but like not in a good way. Yeah, it looks like it should be for Ready Player One and not Thor Ragnarok. Because yeah. I, I expected it, it to be like a, or just since Ragnarok is such a sort of Norse sounding word. It's, I expected this to be, have like a more of a fantasy, like deep fantasy kind of a feel. But just with the way that they're making it look like with that logo, it's just like, what, <laughs> what is happening? What are they doing? Uh, I don't know. Um. I think that I was like, just like a Kevin Feige thing, where he's like, I want to do this logo, and nobody can li- really say no. I liked the other logo, the one they already had. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, this it's a logo. I don't really care. Um, Maybe they were trying to wash the image of Thor 2 out of our brain because of how garbage it was. True, that could be. I mean, I mean how solid it was? How boring it was, is what I meant. How terrible it was. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, uh, and then, uh, speaking of logos, I guess talk about this real quick. Uh, we got a new Marvel Studios logo too. It's not a big deal, but uh, they kind of they have a new like you know how they have the intro with all the big fanfare and whatever. Uh, we have a new one, and it's really long. Um, Great. Uh, but yeah, that's cool. It looks I have to be in the theater longer to watch one of those damn things. About Great. ten seconds longer. Oh um, God, why? Gosh. Um, but it looks cool. It's cool. It's just kind of like a little recap through all their movies. Got no words. 
Just jumped um, right past it. For all six people who haven't seen any Marvel movies. She's like, everyone's your first one. It's like, oh, we gotta... That's dumb. 37 seconds. That's insane. Yeah, a little long, yeah. Um, and Okay, so moving on from Thor, something we got a little more from. Um, we got some stuff from Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, obviously, the whole cast came out. We got a reveal about who is officially in the movie. Um, I don't think they revealed who they're all playing, but they might have. I didn't check. Um, and we got a first piece of kind of our first actual look at the movie. We got a piece of concept art. Um, and it is revealing. I don't know if this is actually how it will look in the movie because concept art almost never looks how it's actually going to look in the movie. Mm-hmm. But we got our first look at Vulture, played by Michael Keaton. And I think it looks really cool. Cody? Oh, um, oops. <laughs> it looked okay. Um, let me take another look at it real quick. I love and I didn't really analyze it. Yeah, I love the eyes. The, I think the eyes are really, really cool. Uh, don't that know. doesn't even look like Michael Keaton. Well, it's, it's a kinda, mask. Yeah, <laughs> well, and it's concept art, so I'm, yeah. it's probably under the... Nah, it they drew looks that up. Cool. Yeah, they probably do that up under the assumption that they weren't going to get him or just trying to make it neutral or whatever. Just in I, case. I yeah. like the wings and kind of the robo angle they're going with. I just wished it look, looked a little more bird-like. More weird. bird, That's, man. I, don't know, I, wish, I know it sounds kind of weird. <laughs> Birdman. Um, but... I don't know. I, I like it. It looks cool. It looks modern, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's concept art. Um, I want to see it in action, and also just seeing Spider-Man in front of it, and it's it looks amazing. I love the new Spider-Man costume. Um, what else do we get? Yeah. So again, uh, that's pretty much all we got from Spider-Man. Mm, cool. Okay, and then moving on to so we got a little bit more um, from Guardians of the Galaxy two. Um, again, another new logo. It looks pretty much the same, except Volume Two is red, unless I missed something from the other logo. Any idea why they're doing all, doing this? Why, like, what's the point of all these new logos? I mean, I get it for Ragnarok because it's like different or whatever. But I mean, is it just so they have something to to use? I mean, I guess it's just to kind of give the fans an extra little something. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I don't. I don't since maybe since they weren't showing any revealing, like releasing any footage publicly, they just wanted to give us a little something new. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe they maybe they just wanted to change some things around. They were changing the Marvel logo. They're like, hey, why don't we change some of the title logos too? Let's just go nuts, guys. Um, but yeah, it was also it was officially confirmed that uh, Kurt Russell is officially playing Star Lord's dad. Um, I think they gave a character name. Ego. Ego, yeah. It's a planet. It's a planet. Um, And there's a costume for him, and it looks kind of cool. We don't get to see him in it yet, but it looks cool. Um, I don't... It's not who he is in the comics, so that's different. Um, And that's cool. I'm fine with that. Um, And it's... It's it's Kurt Russell, so that's just exciting enough. Um, And I want to see him have a back and forth with Chris Pratt, because that will be... And he's all hell. Um, and I we also straight up want him to play uh, the hangman in that movie. <laughs> just I want him to be punching. Um, oh, what's it's always held down his character's name. Oh, Gamora. Yeah, I'd be punching her every five minutes, like in Hateful Eight. <laughs> Not that I have anything against her, I just think it'd be funny. <laughs> and that was like I I I don't know. Were they, do you think they were planning on Kurt Russell before Hateful Eight or? Because of Hateful Eight, do you think they were got interested in him? Probably I don't before. know. Yeah. yeah, I'd say before. 
Hmm. I don't know. He think, seemed like he burst back onto the scene, sort of like I, reminding people that he's there. He burst back onto the scene with uh, Fast and Furious, I think. Was he, was he even in that? Yeah, he was yeah, in Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Okay. Hmm. Um, it's good to see that he's back, because I've always thought he's extremely he's, charismatic. He's great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we also got concept art for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It's kind of our first look at the new team. Um, we have some, it's the main five from the last movie, Baby Groot, instead of Big Groot now. Um, and we also have uh, Yondu is joining the team. He's, and, and uh, uh, what's her name? The other blue one, Nebula. She's also <laughs> joining the team. Um, they all, it looks great. The art they put out, I don't know if you guys looked at it, but uh, they're kind of a new, they all got kind of updated looks a little bit. Rocket looks fun. I kind of get where most sequels especially marvel sequels are gonna go go but i have no idea what direction this is headed i mean the fact that they pretty much cast a character to be a living planet is just <laughs> kind of insane even though it's gonna be a little bit different but i just whatever james gunn do do your thing i mean uh, i'm i'm in there i'm i'm gonna see it and i'm probably gonna like it okay so moving on from guardians going to another marvel area um black panther Another new logo. <laughs> yeah, it's black and gold. Looks like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Move on. <laughs> so no, we'll no, no, the no. Casting. Didn't they? Yeah, I was gonna say, we uh, collectively as a show had a really funny tweet about the name of one of the characters. Yes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Very su- super subtle. <laughs> super subtle. Was his name Kilgrave? Yeah, Killmonger. Killmonger. Yeah. Killmonger. Okay. <laughs> wow, really? What's <laughs> you? <laughs> I wonder what his deal is going to be. You know, you never know. I think he's a good guy. Is he? No. no oh, okay. Uh, it was a jest. That just shows how little I know about the Marvel people. I just know nothing. So. Yeah, he's he's uh, in the Black Panther. This Eric Killmonger, he's uh, kind of a friend turned enemy of Black oh, Panther. No. So he's James Franco in Spider-Man 3. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Um but yeah, uh, he's, he seems cool. It's it's Michael B. Jordan. I'm excited to see him in this universe and not in Fan Four Stick. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the cast they have so far looks great. Everyone seems re- everyone because I was watching some of the all the panels from Marvel and DC and everything. Um, and they, they, everyone just seems really excited, especially for this movie. Everyone just seems really excited. Ryan Coogler, I think he's going to do a really great job with this. Um, and yeah, the, we really again they showed. I think they showed concept art there. They didn't release. They really didn't release much for us to talk about. But um, luckily, yeah. it's like super easy to get to Hall H at Comic Con. So like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Man, I want to go there one day. That'd be cool. No, um, no I, I don't. I never want to step foot in California for the rest of my life. Uh, Ever? That's how I. That's how I feel about New York. To be honest, New York City's awesome. New York City's okay. New York City's okay. Upstate is where it's at. Yeah, that's where that's where the real party is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no party. All right, what's next? <laughs> um, then the okay. So this is the first thing we actually have. I don't know if you guys oh. watched it. Um, Doctor Strange. We got a new trailer. Mm-hmm. Did not watch it. You guys, I'm, uh, yeah, Cody. I'm assuming you didn't watch it. I watched. I did watch. Okay. Uh, what'd you think? Um, I liked it up until that last joke, and I wanted to kill myself. I what? really did. I hated that joke. <laughs> That was hilarious. That was the worst joke I've ever seen in my entire life. Like that's, <laughs> that's that is there that is just terrible. Cody, you know the joke? joke. 
Okay, okay, joke? here's the joke. So Please tell me it's something like, oh, doctor, you're very strange. No, no it's, it's not e- like that. It's even worse. So basically, no, that would be bad. So it's it's a, it's like the stinger. So it's like the la- it's there it's leaving off on a high note. So Benedict Cumberbatch's character is like walking through and he finds this little piece of paper and there's like this there's something written on it like um Shimbala. Yeah, Shimbala. And he goes he goes to who's he talking with? Ch- oh, Chiu- Chiu- yeah, so he goes to Chiotelogy Force character, holds up, he's like, What's this? What's this mean? And you know what Chiotelogy Force says? What's that? It's the Wi Fi password. Can we not? <laughs> that's terrible. That is that's not ho- that's funny. hilarious. That's really funny. No, that's funny. Not. Tell me how that's funny. Cody, Dude. you haven't watched it. You have to watch it. You can't just go Okay, by it. okay. I'll give me five minutes, guys. Okay. Let's talk about it, and Cody. If you just just go to the, go and check that out. So, Josh, defend that line, please. It's funny. How? Because it made me laugh. You don't like, what, what about it? Two and a half minutes, guys. What just, about just, it makes? Well, you... Skip to the end. Just watch the joke. Yeah, because everything else is like you you've pretty much seen before, and it's just it's it's well, very. Not... That's what I'll say for the rest of the trailer. It was very. Whoa, Inception. Yeah the the imagery was interesting. I mean, I think it's it's. I, I have a best case scenario with with every movie, and I think this is closer to uh, best case scenario that it's just going to be these mind bending images, a, a serviceable plot, good performances, and but mostly the image imagery is what um, I think this movie's selling, and I'm buying it for the most part. I think it looks interesting, and it's it's I don't really know what to expect from it, so I hope Marvel tries to do something different because their their structure has started to bore me a little bit. So I'm hoping that this um, this bucks that and is able to do something a little different. But Well, I think Marvel has been doing things different every single time. Um, in, but, in style, but not execution. I think that, I mean, th- that's that's what I mean, though. Like, they're they're putting out, I mean, they, like, genre-wise. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm down for that, but still, the plots are the same every single time. Just... I did not think it was funny. Okay. I don't like Benedict Cumberbatch's voice in this movie. Oh, all right. Because it's not so British. No, because he's growling. He's, so he, he is sounds just like growling through all of his. Sounds, sounds like, like smog. A dog. I can't do it. I can't. Yeah, he does sound like smog a lot, actually. <laughs> I didn't put that together until right now. Uh, but yeah, but that. But that joke. Much. That joke was not. Oh god. No. Why would no. they have Wi-Fi there? They're in like they're magicians. They just. Stuff. They're not savages. I know, but they don't. They're they're all about like. This isn't Harry Potter. I know, but they're all about like they're monks basically. They're like magic monks, and no, they're not. Well, whatever they are, that's just that's the worst joke. Then what's the lore, Josh? Tell us the lore. Yeah, I don't know the lore that much, but it's like that's that's part of it. It's like they're not like they're different. They're their own thing. They they have Wi-Fi. Yeah, why not? Why keep up to keep up with the world. Don't need Wi-Fi. They can they can't they bend space time? Like I'm pretty sure they could get them their hands on a newspaper or something. They could go to they could watch CNN or something. Yeah, like just get TV. <laughs> that was my when I heard that I about like blew my brains out to be honest with you. Just, just I thought I thought it was TBH fam. Honestly, I thought it was the funniest of any trailer we got of all other movies. That was the of all the humor in all the trailers. That's the funniest one to me. Oh my um, gosh. But and then but I I didn't even get to talk about trailer. The trailer itself, I thought was it blew. I liked the other trailer a lot. I think this knocks that out of the water. I think it's so. I think I thought this trailer was amazing. I, this is my favorite thing to come out of the whole weekend. Um, I thought it looks it looks so cool. It looks so different for Marvel. Um, I love Benedict Cumberbatch. I think this is his. I just I don't know if I'm 
it's just weird hearing him talk without a British accent, or it's, I actually like his voice. I don't know what it is, but I'm intrigued by it, and I think I like it. Um, and then uh, Mads Mikkelsen's villain looks cool. Let's hope he is a good villain. You know, we've seen how Marvel's villains can go. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he looks really cool. I like the story. It feels a lot like Batman Begins. Um, it's kind of like a journey kind of story, you know, to find to find yourself, if you will. Um, it looks exciting. It looks weird and bizarre and magic and mystical. And I like what I'm getting and I can't wait to see it. Um, really I, awesome trailer. I liked it as well, but just, I mean, now that I'm thinking about it a little bit more, it, it seems like it's just, it's totally ripping off Batman Begins and Inception. Like I, I the first trailer I was, I was giving it the benefit of the doubt. I'd be like, okay, they're just showing this off. But now, now that I've seen the second look at it and they're, kind of opening it up a little bit more open up the mystery box it looks just so it just lo- it looks exactly like begins in an in inception Who is yeah, directing it? Just, Scott Derrickson. Yeah. hasn't really done much what is his connection to christopher nolan he's yeah no yeah there's no connection he just oh we'll see ripping him off a little bit <laughs> okay <laughs> but the word inspired can be replaced there um ripping him off no. That's a direct ripoff. Like, <laughs> and and I'm and I'm just, I'm just saying like, I'm fine with people giving homage to other directors. Like J.J. Abrams does it a bunch. I mean, plenty of people do it with like David Fincher, people like that. Nolan did it with Kubrick for Interstellar, but that's just so heavy. Like, yeah. So that Benedict Cumberbatch, he's like his hair is all messed up. His it's like all matted and like grungy, and he's got like facial hair, and he goes up to a bald teacher who is going to show him the way, just like Ra's al Ghul in, in Batman Begins. It's just, that's just what it seems like. I just can't get over the city turning in on itself. It's just... That's so... It's too on the nose. It, it kind of hurts. A little bit. But hey, maybe the movie's good, but I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just saying how I feel. That's how I feel. I feel like it's ripping off a little bit. If you don't like it, you can talk to my friend, the Bill of Rights. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> and and, uh, and Wi-Fi password, and Shambhala. Great, great joke. Horrible, horrible great joke. joke. Great it just joke. doesn't even. That's like that's like you get to the end of a trailer in Jaws and be like, "Hey, does so anybody watch CNN?" It's like, shut up. <laughs> no, just stay in your lane. What? I don't know. I'm just, that's if... so completely just. Okay, fine. All right. So it's like you get to the end of a trailer for. I don't know. Batman v Superman. No, it's it's, it's just dumb. It's, like it's just dumb. That's it. It's just it's, really dumb. It's like you get to the end of Jaws trailer and it's a, and it's a little lighthearted. We're gonna need a bigger boat. Yeah, but a bigger we need. We're gonna need a bigger boat is different than oh, it's the Wi-Fi password. No, it's not. It's a funny cell line. How do they have cell phones? I don't know. Let's. It's just. It's horrible. They have cell. They. We don't know if they don't. They have cell phones. But they're like ninja. Whatever. We need to move on. So I'm going to spend like 40 so minutes just yeah. ranting about this. This is already going to be a long episode. <laughs> yeah, Josh, what's next? Okay. Um, wrapping up the Marvel thing, the big, the big uh, finale. They got the whole um, cast together um, mm-hmm. to take a picture, and they brought out everybody. And then Kevin Feige was like, you know what? Why don't we introduce one more member that we don't have here yet? They brought out Captain Marvel. It's official. Brie Larson is going to play her. And I think it's amazing. I'm really excited. What do you think? Cody? Soaked on it. She was great in Room. She's great in Scott Pilgrim. I'm excited. She's great in everything. I, I don't think I've ever seen her in a bad role. Yeah. I know nothing about Captain Marvel. So oh, I really have no reason 
to it's care. Brie Larson. It's Brie Larson leading a movie. Yeah, she's great. She just, but I don't know. It's it's Captain Marvel. I don't I don't really care that much. Ooh. I don't. I, it's not not like it's. I don't like to be perfectly honest. I just don't. I don't care because I don't know anything about it, and it's just it's so outside of my superhero wheelhouse that it's just this. It's a C list Marvel character that I mean. It's a, it, it's not something I'm gonna get too jazzed by. Yeah, she's a great performer. We'll see how it turns out, but meh. I mean, see that? See that's why I am excited because I don't know anything about it. Well, I know that it's gonna have. She's gonna be a wisecracking superhero, and she's gonna jokes, and there's gonna be a villain, and then she's gonna something's gonna happen to deal with Avengers. Like that's will pretty. Will she much, girl power her way out of it? She will feminist the crap out of it. It's gonna be great. Which I like. Yeah. Again, back to Ghostbusters. Fine with a female superhero. That's that's cool. I just don't care about this one. Don't I know nothing about her? You are a sexist monogamist. Misogynist. I saw superhero movie. I Batman. I like Batman. Other every other superhero, I'm sort of met on. Like I don't really care about. Him. She's That's a good fine. performer, but not, it's not for everyone. I don't get a James Bond, but we get like a fucking Captain Marvel. But whatever. Well, I mean, well, we've let's had think about that- it. What nine James Bonds, eight something like that? Six so. James Bonds, perfectly a, a, the right amount of James Bonds. A fair number. And how many Captain Marvels have we had? Two. This will be too many. This one too nice. many. Savage shots fired. Got him. Play your Doritos. Time for time for some new characters. Well, new characters handled well. Marvel does not. I don't think. Oof. But James Bond's cool. He's just like a spy and stuff. It's cool. Well, you know who yeah. else was a cool spy? Who? Eggsy and the Kingsman. Yeah, I mean, I'd watch a movie about him before another James Bond. Hey, you're going probably going to. <laughs> I I will. <laughs> that is oh, true. Pain. I felt the sharp pain right in my side. <laughs> Yikes. Anyways. <Judas. laughs> okay. So Josh, what um, are you? Your any other reasons you're yeah, excited? I'm. Ex- I'm just, it's Brie Larson. I love Brie Larson. I love the. She took a little. It was really cute. She took a little picture of her. She's like, call me Captain Marvel. It was really fun. Um, they they gave her a Marvel hat. Um. And yeah, I just I love Brie Larson. I want to see her be successful. Um, she's already and successful. She, I mean, I want to be. I want to see her become like an A-list superstar if she's not already, which she may be. Um, but yeah, I love I love her. I'm happy for her, and she seems really excited about it. Um, and can't wait to see Captain Marvel even more now. So, I'm ex- I'm very looking forward to this. All right. So moving out of the MCU into another CU. Um, Later. <laughs> all right, sorry, did, sorry, sorry. You just come up with that joke. Not, 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 not long enough. Was that, was that right on the fly? <laughs> right on the fly. Wow. Oh my god. Um, I'm a pro. I'm a pro. All right. Did you take so, improv classes for, before we started? I teach improv classes. Shit. There's more of me on the way. <laughs> Stay awesome. tuned, folks. That'd be the worst nightmare. Anyways, Josh. Okay. Um. Damn it! Why is it thing? Okay, so before we obviously we're going to DC Universe now. The Warner Brothers panel happened yesterday morning. Um, they kicked it off with DC Films. Um, before we get into what they actually show, there's a couple of little tidbits. Um, first things first, the Aquaman. This came out this weekend. Uh, Aquaman movie has an official new writer, um, and it's going to be co-written by Jeff Johns. Apparently, every Woo! DC movie is going to be co-written by Jeff Johns now. That's um, good. That's and I think good. that's really cool. And they have the writer of Gangster Squad. What's that? A bad movie. Uh, yeah, not not Aww. good movie. <laughs> well, he also. Uh, uh yeah, he hasn't really done much. Um, he's the mastermind behind the 
TV show Castle, so that's good. Okay, that has some pretty clever writing. Yeah. Uh, he has also written, yeah, so Castle, Gangster Squad, he's writing The Legend of Conan, so third time's a charm there. You know, <laughs> eh, that, no one cares about that. Is that the one with Arnold coming back? I don't know. Why would you ask me that? So. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything. I mean, talk to me when James Earl Jones comes back. That's true. But that's good that he's writing this. Maybe it'll be maybe cool. Yeah, I like that Jeff Johns kind of having his, basically having his say in all these movies. It's showing that like he is going to have a say. Yeah, he runs. He runs the uh, comics now. He's been CEO of the comics. He's now the, the what is it? I don't remember the what they're creative the officers. The creative whatever of the DC film division. Hmm. I don't remember. He like co-runs it with that other guy that works with Ben Affleck. I don't. I, don't, it's a, I forgot the full details. One of One movie but. too late, though. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, that's so that's gonna be a thing. And then what it's was weird the, that they're just they're not they haven't written it. Like I thought they'd be filming pretty soon. It start. It comes out twenty eighteen, July twenty eighteen. So they really oh, don't okay. have to start filming till next early next year, which I think is when they're. I start love filming. that they they are starting. With the team up film, instead of just yeah. doing four solo films and then you're tired by the time they're gonna sit through all of those in order. They're to... kind of they're kind of doing um, not completely starting with it, but they're doing kind of like a in between way, where they're doing a couple standalones and then kind of a whatever Batman yeah, like Superman it's was. It's like they're taking turns. Yeah, hmm. it's cool. Um, but yeah, that's it for the Aquaman movie. And then we kind of have an we've pretty much talked to death about this. But it's officially official, official that Ben Affleck is going to direct the Batman movie. He talked; they came, they brought all the directors on stage, and he was one of them. He talked about it a little bit. So he is, yeah. Oh what? <laughs> no, I actually uh, was relating to this. I did hear in the first um, sort of Batman solo movie rumors that I've heard is that they're looking at an Arkham Asylum kind yeah, of movie. Yeah, I heard that too. That's interesting. I'm into it. So I mean, Arkham Asylum is pretty great. I don't I don't know how in this day and age if you can fit that many supervillains into a two hour movie just with in terms of like stri- screenplay and just salary. Well, do it like the comic book. Yeah, but like you don't need to get the big names. Well, they seem like they seem to think that they have to. So that's just I'm just I'm concerned, but it, I'm sure it's Batman. So let's do okay, it. Okay, let's rock yeah. it. All. It'll be it, Batman's. It's gonna be good. Just think, it can never be worse than that other movie. Batman Returns? No. Batman and Robin. That, uh, that movie is great. That's better than anything in the MCU. Did you yeah. Have, <laughs> great Savage. Oh my that is god. Not, You're a madman. Fact, that is factually incorrect. It's not as good, but it's just as entertaining to me. Uh, that, oh my god. Oh you're, my. you're insane. You're telling me <laughs> that it's as entertaining as The Winter Soldier? Parts of it. Oh, I'd, ra- I'd rather I'd rather watch it to be honest. I haven't seen that in a while. It's could be that's a fun time. You are you're a oh, monster. Oh. You're a madman. I am, just like Mister Freeze. <laughs> By the way, uh, just as a tan- side tangent, do you guys know what killed the dinosaurs? Uh, the Ice Age. Exactly. Hey right, guys, uh, <laughs> that's it. Uh, good episode. Great. Okay. Follow before, us at bef- underscore. No. Okay. Before before I commit suicide. Um, <laughs> Um, moving on to the what we actually got from Comic-Con. Yeah, we got the first trailer for Wonder Woman and the first poster as well. Uh, you, obviously, I'm, I know you guys saw it. What would you think? Like it. I love it. 
Mm-hmm. Looks pretty pretty dope. Stoked on it. And, I mean, th- the most hype moment of the entire thing was when her theme came in. Yeah, Cody's favorite moment, right? No, that was the worst part. I, I almost, I straight up almost sent you guys a picture of the blind guitar player from Mad Max when I watched it. <laughs> I, Why do you hate that theme so much? I It's so out of place. It's really? so out of place. Huh. I hate it. I mean, I, I can see that it's out of place, but at the, the same time... And just the way they just threw it in there in Batman v Superman, that's why I hate it so much. Hmm. But, but you, I mean, you sound like me right now. That's something I would say, but I love the theme. So I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, kind of, it's just, cool. it's too junky XL. Okay. I think that's kind of the, it's like, I'm, it is out of place. Wait, I won't say Cody, did place, we do a like... Freaky Friday switch or something? I, so. I hate junky XL and you love you it. Guys, and you guys just... have a fortune cookie? I think so. I did. Wasn't it in oh, Chinese? No. I've never seen that movie. It's a great film. Really? It's it's a really long, good movie. No, it's been a very long time since I've that seen That needs to be an MCU film. That'd be good. Anyway, I, I love the, I love the theme. I think it's badass. Just the um, guitar solo and all the drums, and it's it's appropriately Junky XL. You see, it was fine in the context of them fighting Doomsday in that movie. Just having it come out of nowhere behind fucking, what's-his-face's score? John Zimmer. Yeah. It's just, tonally, it made me want to break my own neck because I didn't know how to feel. I mean... So better or worse than the Wi-Fi joke? Just as far oh, as fitting it's, in a tra- um, Oh, shit. it's pretty much on par with the wi-fi joke okay that's interesting that's a hot take from cody redfield i know i'm Um, not usually the one with these opinions but josh what about you how do you mean i love the trailer uh the Mm. i i I, almost more so i love the poster um the poster just it looks it's simple it's really pretty looking i love the i love the uh the the, what's it called the tagline the what was it uh grace beauty power grace wisdom wonder it was that's really cool remember um, when we thought that gal gadot was gonna suck those were good I, times i never thought that no just well, as like collectively like oh gal gadot what like, the hell she's awesome she's the best she's gonna she's i think she's gonna get out of this series even better than henry cavill is like Ooh. henry cavill nobody's really cared about him acting wise uh outside great. of and um yeah like he's he's uncle. yeah but like i could see her doing like uh Real movies now. Not yeah, she's already. Nine. She she has a movie coming out in a couple weeks. Yeah, like I I think she could be like big big, and I love her. She's got she's she's just so great. And this trailer, she was fantastic. Oh yeah, the trailer was great. Don't get me wrong, just because I don't like the mm-hmm. theme doesn't mean I didn't like what the if, trailer. What if that theme is just like complete throughout the score of the Wonder Woman movie? I will walk out of the movie. Well, you can only <laughs> you you can only use it a, a few, like you got to use it sparingly. And I think yes. as far as I don't know. As far as scores go, that's that's one of the few that I've heard in the last several years to really make me want to get up and do something. Like, yeah, I could let's fight crime. Let's take let's do let's have a big battle. And I think that's what makes it great. Can so, I tell you what I really liked about the trailer? What? What? For most of, most of it, it wasn't super girly girl power mm-hmm. until the very end. Their Wi-Fi joke yeah. about the secretary. <laughs> that just oh, hurt me. I was yeah, like, that oh, was what? I, I like that. I thought that was great. No, it's too. It, it's, was, too it's too on the nose. Exactly. That to me, I I like that. I I mean, that didn't feel girl power or feminist. Or, it was straight like, up. No, that was just about slavery. It's it's, con- <laughs> it's comparing being a secretary to be to a, a slave. slave. I mean, that's it's pretty. Yeah. I mean, so secretaries sweet. get paid. So yeah, I know. it's just a joke. I know, but it's a bad. It's not the best joke. But it, I, I'm, still... I'm upset as a white male. I'm upset by that joke. And Cody, you do believe that women are second class citizens? They are just, just the so worst. just there for <laughs> um, children and cooking. Exactly. 
the other sarcasm, analogy. by the way. Women, I'm sorry. Please date me. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't go that far to say, you know, don't leave our podcast, but okay. <laughs> yeah, they get it by now. Um, if they the, don't get our humor, they should find somebody else. Yeah, that's fine. Um, All you Germans watching. Yeah, just like my parents. Just just go somewhere else. Just, just in, get out. Go just, away. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, what were you saying? But uh, the other, I mean, I felt a lot of, like, levity and humor throughout the thing throughout the trailer even though it's yes. it's a pretty serious it's a pretty serious like epic mm-hmm. tone um but i liked chris pine in it too i liked his little uh when she said i don't have a father i was me i was created from zeus and he's just like well that's neat <laughs> i thought that was really funny <laughs> that was um, funny that was funnier um, than the wi-fi joke yeah much um, much funnier Nah, I, I like the wi-fi joke um uh, but i thought overall it just it looks badass it reminded me a little bit of uh 300 um <laughs> Or oh, like that's gl- not good. Like, like, was, like 300 was fine. Yeah, 300 is a good movie. Um, or like Gladiator or something like that. Like, it just one of those big epic like fantasy movies. Yeah, that was um, that was my thought at first. Like, oh, it looks like they're making Gladiator. But now I've started to be like, okay, that's fine because this is Gladiator with an interesting and not cliched premise. But it, so. but it also looks like a war, like a World War One movie, and it looks awesome. Again, um, the inferior of the world wars. Yeah, like, but, well, I want to see. I want to see Wonder Woman punch Hitler in the nose. Like that's what we need to that see. That never happened. While Captain America did actually do that. Captain America is a pussy. Whoa! I don't like Captain America. Really? Well, you think you're better than me, Cap? He is. Not by much. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm a trash human being. But all right, what's next? Um, yeah, so that's great. Um, then also they showed, well, first before we get to that, they we got our first official look at the Justice League and our first picture. We got a good look at every single costume. Some of uh, Wonder Woman and Batman have been updated. Yeah, Superman and is smiling. The meme going around is that Green Lantern, is he took Dude, the picture. picture. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny. A-plus meme, you guys. Way <laughs> to go. Just um, for a second, spoilers for Batman v Superman. Remember when they tried to make us think that Superman died? Mm-hmm. And then they showed <laughs> the first pre-suppressed that we get for Justice League shows him. Yeah. Straight yeah. up fine, happy, and smiling. Good job, guys. Way to Subtle. Go. Way, to, way to point out your narrative flaws. We love it. Oh, boy. Spoilers end for Batman v Superman. Now you can listen again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I think it looks cool. I, look, it, I like that it looks a little more colorful. Yeah. Um, which is something everyone complains about with DC movies. Um, even though I, I think the cinematography in them looks good, but it does need a little more. I think it could do with a little more like pop in the colors. Um, and I think this looks cool. Like Superman looks bluer. Batman looks grayer. You know, Flash is like bright red. Um, so I, I really like how it looks. I like the costume. Cyborg looks cool, even though the position he was standing in looks kind of awkward. Um, and Aquaman has like that. It's he's not shirtless anymore. He has a costume. Um, so that, I think that looks cool. I, I'm really liking everything I'm seeing. Um, and then, after we got our first picture, we got our first official trailer thing. I don't know if it's actually a trailer. I can it's say it's actual trailer. Tra- yeah, it's a teaser trailer because it's not really like a put together. It's just kind of like a like a, a thing of footage they threw together. It's not like an organized teaser, but I, I guess you can call it a teaser trailer. Um, but yeah, um, what'd you guys think of it? Loved it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, I like that Batman is taking center stage because you know you like that. Uh, I actually, little known fact, big fan of Batman. Yeah. Really? Really? Well, very little known. You never let that show. I know, I'm like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to shove my opinion down people's throats. So. What if they just killed <laughs> Batman off and just had 
never had a Batman movie again, but all the DC other char- DC characters got movies. Wouldn't watch Stop any watching. Of Stop <laughs> watching. Batman is the, he's the only superhero that matters. That's really like of everybody. He's it. Just Batman. But like what if? Well, that's not true. But like, what if like, <laughs> what if what if all Batman writers and filmmakers of every kind they just stop producing Batman everything? Well, then uh, you will see me on top of the Empire State Building <laughs> with a meatball sub. Finishing, I will finish the meatball sob, and then I will take a swan dive into the concrete ocean and call it quits. Really? Would okay. you actually do that with just, just because there's no more Batman content? Of course not! But I'd be bummed, I'd be sad. Cause I'd yeah, be same. It won't, it won't, it'll never happen, because Batman makes like you all the money. Too much money. So much money. Right. Um, but yeah, so I thought the trailer was awesome. Um, I like how it feels. I guess, I think I, I said to you guys, uh, this is the least Zack Snyder-y looking movie. I highly disagree. I because well like visually it looks just like Batman. No, is. like I'm not talking about like look wise, but like like the way I like feel <laughs> oh, the tone though the like, tone, tone the tone just... the tone. This is nothing like a Zach. This so feels much lighter. Nothing, this feels nothing like anything he's ever done. It feels, dare I say it, this feels like a Marvel movie. Uh, Whoa! I in a good way. Like it feels levity. I feel the levity. I feel fun. It feels like a team. I feel the chemistry. Um. Like it doesn't not I'm not saying it feels like it looks like a movie you'd see in the MCU, but it looks it feels it gives me that same feeling when I see like like when I saw the trailer for the Avengers for the first time. Like it's whoa, all these characters are coming together. It looks fun, it looks right. Batman and the Flash are like, you know, talking to each other and uh the like uh Barry Allen is, you know, making is quipping a little bit. He's having some fun, he's looking like he's having a good time. I really like that. I love the scene between Batman and Barry. It's that was the to me I think I'd probably say uh, Ezra Miller has me completely sold, if he didn't already, as The Flash. Yeah, I never had a doubt about him. I've always he thought was. he's a good actor. Yeah. Fun enough. Yeah. And the, the tumblers love him, so that's that'll help the, him. Is, that's not the kid from Batman v Superman, is it? No. Yeah, it is. No, they don't look anything alike. Oh, wait, from the flashback scene? Yeah. Or the flash yes, 14? That's yeah, that's him. Oh, it looks so different. Different haircut, I think. That's what a haircut does. Different, really shitty beard. True. All right, Josh, what's next? <laughs> um, but yeah, um, uh, I just want to say, I mean, I, I thought it was awesome. Uh, also, um, what was it? the other thing? I just liked seeing, I, again, I agree with you, like what, uh, seeing Batman kind of recruiting. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the Aquaman stuff. That looks, I just think it looks. Aquaman really was the real star of that. Aquaman was cool. I liked how he pretty much only said one word. <laughs> and he's just kind of like this, uh, he's kind of, uh, I guess you could say he's like, a big, uh, I don't know. He just he doesn't talk much. He's just one of those types of like stoic, mm-hmm. quiet guys, and I like that. I like that's that's kind of the angle they're taking with him. So it's really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I like everything I'm seeing. It looks awesome. DC is winning back my trust, um, and I'm I'm happy to be excited again. So that's <laughs> awesome. Um, okay, so moving out of all these cinematic universes. Oh, thank goodness. Um, <laughs> Um, but still keeping it in Batman world. Um, let's talk about Lego Batman. Yeah, can um, we not? Can uh, we? No, I actually haven't. I never got around I to check out the trailer. The trailer we didn't either. watch. Oh, okay. well, I'm going to talk about it. Okay, good. Um, uh, this looks hilarious. Um, it's uh, from the same team that brought us the Lego movie, which is a masterpiece, by the way. It's it's, it's very, film. very, very good. But masterpiece, it's, it's no, it's, it's no Toy Story. Best, one of the best animated movies ever. Um, Great it's, mouse 
Detective. Who cares about that movie? <laughs> I do. Um, I've never seen that movie. It's the best. No one has. <laughs> it's the, it's honestly like the greatest film of all time. Whoa, the goat. The goat. It is the goat. Well, Lego movie. I, I've always kind of Lego movie sort of took a step down in the last in the last act. So for really, me, that was like the best part. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's Will Ferrell. Best part was when it was being attacked by Will Ferrell's guys. That one city, the mm. really happy flowery place, was being attacked, and everyone yeah. was just quipping at each other. <laughs> it was hilarious. Stuff. But the Lego Batman, Josh. Yeah, Lego Batman movie. It looks so funny. I said this, and I'm not. I'm standing by it. This will be the best Batman movie since The Dark Knight. Oh, I so. guarantee it. Until you know Ben Affleck's Batman movie comes along, but um, yeah, I think this looks hilarious. It looks like polar opposite of any Batman movies we've gotten in the last like ten years. It's because it's uh, like those. There we go. Got it. Figured it out. <laughs> the secret. No. Sorry to ruin it for you guys. Um, but yeah, it <laughs> it looks very much like kind of a uh, like a good version of what an Adam West Batman movie would be. There is a good uh, version of that. It's no, called the Batman not. movie. No, it's Batman. not. Batman the movie or whatever. It looks so fun. It looks so self-aware and funny. Um, Those are self-aware and funny. Yeah, but these ones are good. Have you ever seen um, the Adam West movie? I don't need to. You, so oh, you don't know. So you, don't know. you can't say that if you haven't seen I've it. I've seen it in a couple episodes of the show. Watch the other movie. The movie's the, like, it's awesome. I remember very specifically a scene where he is on a helicopter on a, yep. what's it called? A, a, lo- a rope. Yeah. And a shark was biting his feet. So what do you pull out at that point? The bat repellent. The, the bat shark repellent. Yeah. Makes perfect it's sense. It's just awesome. Practical. But, um, lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this I think this is going to be... First of all, this movie is going to make a shitload of money. Um, because it's coming off the Lego movie, which was a giant hit. And it's Batman. No need to explain there. Do people um, like Batman? Uh, I don't know if they like Batman. Some do. I'm sure. I do. Yeah, I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has his little cult following. Um, but yeah, the trailer came out. The new trailer. We got a trailer, a teaser, like a long time ago. It was really funny. This one blows that one out of the water. I think it's so hilarious. On um, my, uh, not what's his name? Uh, Scott Pilgrim actor, uh, Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah as Robin is so hilarious. Everybody um, likes Robin. And just in um. Uh, the guy playing Batman, I can't remember his name. Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Will Arnett kills it as Batman, the voice of Batman. He was the best part of the Lego movie, and he just looks like he's keep he keeps on being incredible in this role. There's also we don't there's really nobody else we really get a real taste of except for um, Alfred, played by Ray Fiennes, um, and he looks really funny. He has a really kind of dry sense of humor. It's really fun. Um, and Zach Galifianakis is the Joker. We haven't heard that yet, but I think that's going to be incredible. Um, I'm really excited for that, but yeah, the movie looks hilarious. I'm, I, I don't really want know like a whole Lego franchise could work, but I mean, they seem like they're on the right path. The Lego movie was great. This movie looks hilarious. As long as they keep getting you know talented, funny people involved, I'm on board for more of these. So, okay. Um, all right. I guess we'll stick with Warner Brothers for a while. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> Warner Brothers pretty much. It was it was basically Warner Brothers and Marvel Studios. Because every other studio decided we're not going to do anything this year because I have no idea. Um, but yeah, uh, okay, let's go to something smaller. King Arthur. Yeah. Horrible. Garbage. Terrible. Like I is... like 
That's that is the worst. That's one of the worst trailers I've ever seen. I like just it looked like it was You're reducing one of the greatest fantasy stories of all time to your standard hashtag gritty uh like fantasy stupid like swords and sandals kind of movie. It looks horrible. Like that's there's nothing Charlie Hunnam is a bad actor. The movie <laughs> looks bad. It the dialogue is cringy as hell. No, no Did thank Guy you. Ritchie write it? I don't think so, but Good. <sighs> it looks terrible. He should write it. He's a better. Uh, that movie, I could tell the second it started. You know, the, the actual second I could tell it was a Guy Ritchie movie was the second when the, the camera coin, started moving. No, when the coins went back into the fucking box. Oh, true. And let me just say, I, Macbeth was one of my favorite movies of last year. And even yeah, that's kind of a that's sort of a ripoff of the style that it's a ripoff of Braveheart in a, minute, a little bit. But they literally stole a scene from Macbeth and stole a shot uh, from Macbeth, and they're like, "It's." I I was astounded with how bad this this looks. I thought it would be at least kind of cool, and it just looks terrible. It just it looks like it's trying so hard to be Game of Thrones, and it's <laughs> failing miserably. Like, ugh, barf. And I love I love King Arthur. Sword in the Stone's a great movie. I've read I've read some of the stories that uh you know wait, written right back in the day. Love I, King Arthur. Yeah. Never even knew of the eight movies that they've made about it. Well, because I knew that I know that none of them are good. Because like oh, if Excalibur if I, was great. Yeah, I don't know. I I've always liked Sword in the Stone, so I kind of I leave I leave it there. But just this is this is a new kind of awful, and I do not want to see it. But I Dude, will. The movie Merlin, or that's a mini series, and that. Was something cool because oh Sam Neill played mm. Merlin and it was awesome. And King Arthur is one of the best characters ever written, and his story is one of the coolest and just it's classical. It's like this is this is pretty much as close as you can get to remaking Shakespeare without remaking Shakespeare, and it's terrible. It looks terrible. So Josh, what do you think? Uh, I think it looks badass as shit, and I can't wait to see it. Um, and also, Cody, he did. Guy Ritchie did write it. Oh no, I just checked. He did write it. Um, but yeah, I think it looks so cool. I don't care or know anything about King Arthur. Um, I think this looks like a cool, awesome fantasy action movie. Because it looks cool. No, 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 not not that. I don't. That's not what I'm saying. How do you not know anything about King Arthur? I didn't have pay. I don't. I probably have heard a story or two, but how? I don't know. Was I that much of a fucking nerd growing up? That I think we I both were, Cody. I mean, King Arthur was one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, still one of my favorite stories. I loved all reading I, it in high I school. Know, it was awesome. All I know is about the the sword, the him pulling the sword out of the the stone. That's pretty much the only story I know. And he I, does I, that. Have, have neither of you either seen Monty Python? Oh, I've no. seen Monty Python. Yeah. That's straight up King Arthur. Yeah, I know. How have you not seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail? I haven't seen a lot of things. I should. You need to watch that movie. Yeah, it's great. I know. I know. <laughs> Strange women throwing out weapons is not. Yeah. <sighs> Plus, oh, he's... A... Yeah. the the whole the whole impact and like the idea of Arthur is that he is a young king. Like when he pulls the sword out of the stone, he's what Cody like ten years old. Or something like that. He's not old. Yeah, and like Charlie Hunnam is like 35 years old pulling a sword out of stone. Like they they didn't even get that right. And I know it's a reimagining, blah blah blah. But you really have a chance here in like a in a major Hollywood system to do this like this awe-inspiring, humongous fantasy story 
And they decided, to, like I said, to do Game of Thrones. I mean, I if you're giving it to Guy Ritchie, let him know what he's good at. You just take King Arthur out of the title. Don't give it to Guy it, Ritchie. <laughs> like, make it a medieval heist movie. Yeah. Or How something. much fun would that be? That'd be great. That'd be fun if you can isn't that, add that. Isn't that what this is? No. No. It's bad. It's, it it's looked like it was going to be that, and then he that's pulled the sword like out of the stone. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah, but that's, that's nothing to do with Arthur. It's not it's a theme. It's all right. I, okay. I I can't talk about this anymore. I'm gonna like start bleeding out from my ears. So oh it, oh just happened. Oh boy, tastes good though. Anyways, so let's move on because I'm sad and I'm angry. King Arthur looks awesome. Okay. Don't um, listen to him, people. Do not do, look, do not support watch this, it, please. Judge for yourself. I have to. Stay yourself. I got a trailer. I can judge it all I want. Um, but okay. So uh, continuing on in WB. Uh, Kong is getting another movie. We got a trailer for it. We got a poster for it. And I think it looks pretty cool. Okay. Cody? I didn't see either of them. Did you, Mason, did you watch it? I did. Meh. Thoughts? Meh. Yeah. Uh, Meh. I was, I was, I'll say this. I was kind of like, it looks cool, but like I was underwhelmed by the trailer, but I think it's just because they didn't really show anything. Yeah. They just kind of teased everything. I just it feel like I feel like Godzilla's already sort of done this because like it's it's very it does remind me a lot of the Godzilla oh god characters. so you know what that means yeah but this they're is better. not gonna show this the... already has better acting but they are it does look like they're gonna they're not really gonna show you much of Kong until very uh, so so well, the one thing people come to see that's uh yeah I'm not I'm I I guess by default I'm kind of I'm looking forward to this but in reality. I'm not, because I don't know if you guys remember last episode, but Mason does not like monkeys, and no matter how big nor small, so kind of out on this one. And I, never, um, I did not care for King Kong, Peter Jackson's version. I think that's a really mm-hmm. boring movie. But. Kong is I... So it's the same thing. It's in the family. It's not the same thing. It's same thing. Much different. Monkeys, apes, they're all the same to me. They all they, the fall, they fall under the non-human humanoid umbrella. But anyways, Josh, what do you think? Uh, I, again, I think it looks cool. I mean, I I, I think I was overhyping myself just because I, maybe I expected a full like trailer where we get like, I maybe maybe I just want to see King Kong, but at the same time I'm being a hypocrite because I'm always complaining about trailers showing too much. Um, you are. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm fine with this. Um, and I, I I I liked the glimpse of Kong that we did get to see. You do get to see him in the trailer for like a half a second, um, and he looks awesome and i love how big he is because then it means but do you think gonna... the next shot after that is them cutting away from him to show him on tv and stuff no, it, well this isn't well, when are you gonna get over that cody never because that movie was garbage <laughs> that movie was awesome well it, was, no, it, was, it wasn't it could have really been awesome it. it was awesome i it was should have made it more like pacific rim it was a good movie <sighs> i enjoyed it yeah, um and i'm i don't know i'm just i mean i think it's more that i'm more looking forward to godzilla versus king kong than the actual King Kong or Godzilla movies, but I do, uh, that does not need to happen. That's now, just that's so stupid. You guys stupid. know, you guys know what my next question about that's going to be, right? Yes. What? Do you think they're going to show them actually fight? Oh, <laughs> probably not. But yeah, probably not. Um, I don't know. I just uh, what was I saying? Yeah, uh, <laughs> the people have been waiting for Godzilla versus King Kong since forever. We can just watch it. See, like, why do we need to make movies a gimmick? Just make a movie. You don't need to have... You know, why, because why I want to see 
Godzilla fight King Kong. How does that enrich your Damn, life? Damn, they've made that movie already. Yeah, and it was like like half a century ago. And it's awesome. So it's fine. It's awesome. It's dated. You're dated. Nothing. What, what's wrong with being dated? Like, Nothing's I, I wrong with being dated. Like, I remember but I you wanna... said you were talking about that with like uh, what was it? Batman, nineteen eighty nine. I remember you talking. Yes, I enjoy it. I don't. I don't. Who who cares if something's dated? It it, it happened in the past. Bad. Of course, it's, it's, it's gonna not be. a bad. It's, being dated isn't a bad thing. It's just there. You can you can update something. That's the mm-hmm. point of a remake is to or to or reboot a franchise or you know re readapt something. It's to update it, bring it or up to reimagine speed. something. Yeah, reimagine. Yeah. Like that's why you know let's, we get. Let's reimagine filmmaking as being about storytelling and not gimmicks about let's make it an art yeah let's 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 get more everybody wants some and where's my just, citizen kane just, too just just saying a movie that both of you liked that came out in march was technically a gimmick what it's called batman versus superman well batman's involved so it can do whatever it wants you can put yeah, batman against anybody it's batman he's a, he's yeah. cool he's a cool but guy that's a, but that title alone is a gimmick also civil war savage is it yes, yes it absolutely is i've because I, not only you, does not, you cannot believe how much i've soured on that movie since we saw it really i've yeah i like that less i thought about it more and i saw a little i saw like half of it and i do not that's not a good movie you say I, like half of it what does it even mean well like i i theater hopped because i i I, uh, so, uh, I was waiting for somebody so i theater hopped and can't do that <laughs> this is america i don't know Let's move on. Let's move I, I did on. that to avoid paying for Hail Caesar. So you bitch. All right. Let's. What's next? Okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So last thing in Warner Brothers, and then one other story is uh we got we didn't none of us watched this trailer, but I just thought I'd mention it. Uh, it's a trailer for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Um. We got also got a Comic Con exclusive poster that looked really cool. Yeah. Just thought I'd bring it up. Uh, done with I'm, trailers. Yeah. I'm I'm done watching anything. I don't need to see anything. We got one full trailer. It looks amazing. I'm excited for the movie. I'm excited to go back to the Wizarding World, and hopefully I'll get to rewatch all the Harry Potters very soon. And um, you got it in one day. I don't oh, do it. Uh, I do it in a week. Is that not literally impossible? Nope. It's it's uh it's 19 like, hours. I thought it was like 21 hours or something. I've done it twice, okay? And I'm going to do it again of, this year. <laughs> I, I haven't had a lot of time. I've been trying to do it, like because I usually do it every year for a week, and I've been trying to find time, but I haven't been able to. So I was thinking about trying your thing and doing it in a day. It's fun. I don't know if I can do that. You can do it. You can do it. I swear. I it's I, it's a rewarding experience. I've done. I've only done that with one franchise, and it almost killed me. So I don't know if I can do that again. Eh, fair. But it's um, it's good. Um, but yeah. So I'm excited for that. But that's we don't we didn't see the trailer. Um, right. What's our so last story? And then the last thing is pretty much the thing that's only exciting for me because I'm the that's horror fanatic. Lie. That is a blatant lie. You know I'm excited for this too. Oh, are you? I didn't. I didn't know. I actually didn't know. Okay, so. Have uh, I not? Whenever I mention, we ever, whenever we talk about a horror movie, do I not bring up Blair Witch? Oh, I didn't. I didn't know you did. I seriously didn't know you. I were bling it up every time. I didn't really. Yeah, yeah I'm so stoked on. I've, I've, I've never heard of you. That's my favorite okay. horror movie. Okay. Okay. Well, here's here's what happened. So they over were the just... Shining, an alien. Alien is a thriller. Okay. Okay, but it's um... a sci-fi thriller. Okay. All right. And Alien is just my favorite movie. True. But before we get to the actual what happened, so um, there was a movie called The Woods that was scheduled to be coming out this September from the director of Your Next and The Guest, um, which is both are really great, great movies. movies. Um, and it's everyone's been hyping this movie up. 
And at Comic-Con, they had an a early screening for fans. And it was revealed that the movie is actually not called The Woods. It's called Blair Witch. It's the third movie in the Blair Witch franchise. It's a sequel. It's about people going after the witch that happened in the first movie. And we got a trailer, and the reviews came in, and everyone's saying it's amazing. And I am so excited for this. I love the Blair Witch Project. We're getting a sequel. Uh, Cody, you talk. I'm so excited. I'm, I didn't watch the trailer or anything. Yeah, I, but I, yeah. I just know it's a thing, and I'm so happy about it. Because, like I just said, The Blair Witch Project is my actual favorite horror movie of all time. It brought me so much anxiety when I was watching it the first mm-hmm. time. I was uncomfortable. But that just shows how good it was. And I'm just, I, I think it's going to be great. Especially hearing all that stuff you just said. I'm more excited now. When does it come out? Uh, September, I think the second weekend is September. Yeah, six, six, September 16th of this year. That's yeah. awesome. So, that fills a spot in our schedule. Awesome. Yeah. I'm again uh, Blair Witch is Blair Witch Project is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. It's not my number one, but um I love that movie. It's scared. It's one to me, I think it might actually be one of the single scariest movies I've ever seen, one of the scariest experiences I've ever had watching anything. Oh nice. We um, can we don't have to see Magnificent Seven now. Sweet. Oh, we can see that. Well we can see I both. wanted to see that. It looks yeah, I want to see that. Funny. Um Mm-hmm. But yeah, Blair Witch Project. Mason, you have you you haven't seen Blair Witch, have you? No, I haven't. Okay. You should watch. You should that. Watch it and watch it in the dark alone. Um, can I have my cat with me? Yes. Nice. Okay. May, yeah. Sure. Whatever. Because I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Okay. So wish that on anybody. Not allowed to have the cat with them. Exactly. Not even my worst enemy. Um. So question. So yeah. from my understanding of Blair Witch Two, and for the record, the only exposure I've had to it is. A mad TV sketch where they were spoofing Blair Witch, except everybody that was lost were news anchors. So they kept like saying, <laughs> so like they kept saying, "I'm Stan, I'm Stan Marshall," and like, and the woman with the camera was like, "And I'm Leslie Barrett," and he's like, "And I'm Stan Marshall," and like that's how she was able to find him. And it, <laughs> you know, another joke in that was like, you know how in Blair Witch, like the cameras up against everybody's faces, yep. uh, their noses were just like waterfalls. Boring, boring, yeah, yeah, it was. So that's my extent of, of knowledge on Blair Witch. But from what I understand, it's a found footage movie that takes place in a forest. Yeah. Not only is it a found footage movie. It's the found footage movie. It's the found footage movie. It's the that started it. So my question is, what is is Blair Witch also found footage? Yes. So second follow-up question, why is this movie being made? And that's not, not a cynical question to ask. I'm just I'm cu- genuinely curious of what what is the point of this movie. To make... Get make money. <laughs> yes, to, to make take money. money out of my wallet. Okay, I that's fine. Gladly let them do it. All right, that's that's cool. You don't think it's it's gonna be like a different experience now that you've seen found footage movies before? No, um, I think it definitely that had... that wasn't the first found footage movie I ever saw. Yeah, it wasn't the first. It's not like and also that wasn't the first found footage movie like ever. Like it it was just kind of the first mainstream one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And... I, well, obviously, yeah. 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 But um, and it was all. I mean, the Mark people thought that movie was real for a long time. Like, there's a lot of stupid. Be, well, back then, I mean, you didn't they thought War of the Worlds was real. Okay, so people are pretty dumb. <laughs> well, that was also the 30s, so that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, it that just the marketing around that movie is some of the best that's ever been done in cinema. Most of which they didn't even do. It was everybody else. So um, genius. True. I don't, I'm just I'm not trying to be cynical or anything. I'm just I don't un, quite un, I don't quite get this, and I'm I'm more than willing to give Blair Witch a shot, and of course give this a shot. But I'm just sort of I've got one eyebrow up, and I think I've I've I'm entitled to that. But, You've earned it. Yeah, because I've I don't know I'm stupid and 
Don't like horror movies, but it doesn't make you stupid. Yeah, it does. Mason, listen. <laughs> listen. I wish it's not your fault. I could get you down off that ledge, my friend. Well, wait, right after this, <laughs> I finish this meatball sub. Okay. Call back. All right. All uh, right. What do you say if we move on to the movie of the week, you guys? Let's do it. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about Star Trek Beyond. So, Josh. Yeah. You watched all the Star Trek movies recently. Uh, yes, I did. So that's interesting. But you won't <laughs> do a Harry Potter day, so f you, bro. Well, I I watched them over the course of like four months. I I do not take back what I said. F you, bro. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, so okay, so let's let's get your thoughts. Let's do very quickly. Let's go around and just talk about a general look at the Star Trek movies. Like, are you are you positive about them, negative about them, or indifferent? Yeah. So Josh, get us. Um, so in general, uh, I've become a big fan of this franchise. Not all the movies are good. Um, I haven't watched any of the TV show, and I don't know if I will. But I'm curious to at least check out uh, the original series and Next Generation. Um, but in general, I think um, I'll give a quick like sentence for each one first movie sucks second movie it's amazing third movie uh search for spock it's really good fourth one awesome fifth one terrible one of the worst things ever made william shatner don't ever direct anything please is that the one with the whales no that's the fourth one the fourth one's awesome hmm. um well the whales one it gets a weird rap because it's about whales but it's a really good movie <laughs> um <laughs> it's about it's about saving whales um, like just like whales. Wait, they, the the villains are the Japanese, right? I hope so. <laughs> oh South, that's a South Park reference. I'm not racist against Japanese the villain, people. The villains are white people. <laughs> what? Just that's like real life. Um, and then the sixth one is a conclusion to the original series. It's a great movie. Uh, the What's it called? The Undiscovered Country. Um, and Leonard Nimoy directed it. Yeah. What's, um, the, what's the Undiscovered anyway, Country? No, no, he didn't. Uh, he directed uh, three and four. Uh, but the Undiscovered Country is the final movie of the original series. Hmm. Um, and then there's the next wave of movies, the next generation movies that I didn't do myself a favor by not watching the show before, um, because it kind of just throws you, it's basically a spinoff series of movies based on the TV show, the next generation. And I was completely lost in the first movie of that, uh, generations and it's It's okay. It's not good, but it's not terrible. Uh, Star Trek first contact though, is the sequel to that. And that movie is amazing. I love that one. Then after that, you have um, Star Trek, what's it called, Insurrection, which I really liked. And then you have Nemesis, which is the final of the old Star Trek movies. And that has Tom Hardy as the villain. And he's really small and baby skinny. Baby Tom Hardy. Baby, baby, baby Bane. He, he's, it's weird. Um, but yeah, so that's my thoughts on all those Star Trek movies. And then you get to the new ones. And I love them. I think they're awesome. Um, I, think I, actually, I think I prefer the new series. Um, just because that's what got me into it. I first, that was the JJ Abrams first movie was the first one I watched, but, uh, overall I really lo- love the franchise. Uh, JJ Abrams, 2009 movie is my favorite Star Trek movie. And then you have into darkness, which is a really good movie. It's not as good. I think a lot of the older movies are better, but I think into darkness is really good. Um, so that's where I'm at with the Star Trek movies. All right, Cody, real quick. I have got a lot less experience. Um, I've only seen JJ's movies. First one is okay. It's pretty good. It's got Thor in it. It's kind of funny. It's before I knew who Thor was. Um, I liked it a lot. It was a good jumping on point. I saw Into Darkness in the theater. I loved it. I love that movie. 
It's great. Benedict Cumberbatch is great in that movie as Khan. Spoiler. <laughs> um, no, I it's just I really really like that movie. I'm I want to watch it again. I almost watched it after I saw the new one, but I was like, I'll just forget everything I just saw. Yeah. No, cool. Um, as for me, yeah, I I've never been a big Star Trek guy. Just I think for the fact that it's so closely associated with Star Wars. And just you gotta I, pick one. Yeah, and just as a little kid, it's like, okay, well, which one has lightsabers? And then I just like, oh, well, Star Wars. Okay, so I'm not. I, so I really, I haven't paid much attention to Star Trek, and I don't realistically, because I love sci-fi. It's one of, it's probably my favorite sort of genre of movie. That's the kind of movie that I like. I want to watch the most often is a sci-fi movie. And uh, this one, I just, I think I, sh- I should like it, but it just doesn't seem right to me. It does. It just something seems a little off. So. <laughs> um, I I like Star Trek. I would I like the first Star Trek with J. J. James. I think that's a very good movie. Into Darkness is just is fine as well. And then uh, I guess we'll get into Star Trek Beyond now. Uh, I think it's good. It didn't really blow me away, and I, f- I feel like I feel like even though granted, so I haven't seen any of the originals, but it just feels like these movies are dumbed down a little bit, and they're less Star Trekky. And I don't know what more Star Trekky is. So I'm kind of in a weird spot of like I think that they're I think this is supposed to be something different, but I'm not entirely sure. So I'm a little mixed on it, but I definitely am on the positive side. So, uh, Cody, what do you think about Beyond? It was fine. It was okay. I liked um, Into Darkness a lot more. It just it seems like they're starting to get into a groove with these movies. Of It's becoming formulaic. Mm-hmm. They start on the ship. They start on a planet. They do something fun. They go back to something. They go back to the uh, Starfleet and talk for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then something happens and they go to a weird alien planet. And then they go back to Starfleet to save the day. That's just, I don't know. The movie was really, really fast. It was really funny. I really liked the dynamic between Spock and uh, Bones. But I don't know. It just didn't really do it for me. Okay. Cody. Or, no, you I'm said Cody. Brain fart. Josh, what about you? I loved this movie. Okay. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I didn't think it was... I thought it was... I personally think it blows Into Darkness out of the water. I thought that movie was really good, but not great. Um, I think this movie is way better. It's my third favorite Star Trek movie um, behind Star Trek JJ and Wrath of Khan. Um, but this is a really great movie. Um, uh, it's fun. It's, I love how small it feels. It feels like, and maybe this is a complaint to some people, but it feels like this was written to be an episode of a TV series. Um, but I loved that because it felt small and it felt more personal and is more character driven. And because they're really, it was just here, let's take all these characters. They're scattered on this planet and now it's all about them. And it's about their, them dealing with their problem and about seeing these characters interact. And I just loved all that stuff so much. Um, and I think, and I also love the new characters. I love Jayla played by Sophia Batella. She's amazing in this. Um, and I love the villain. I thought, um, Idris Elba's Kroll was awesome. I actually liked him a lot more than Khan from, uh, Into Darkness. Um, although I liked Benedict Cumberbatch in it, but I thought he was the best. He's the best villain of this new series so far. Um, and I, again, I just, I thought this was so much fun, really funny. Um, a lot funnier than the last two. 
Um, and I, especially something I really was impressed by was uh, Justin Lin, um, who directed this after JJ stepped out to direct another franchise. Um, another franchise. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love both, um, even though Star Wars is my child. Um, but uh, I think you're its child at this point. Yeah, yeah pretty much. It's, that's that's true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, what I really liked he impressed me with is that he's basically known as the Fast and Furious guy. But in this movie, I was expecting, I was half expecting and hoping it wouldn't be just kind of explosions and you know fat motorcycle chases and car and space fights and all this stuff. And it's it's not it's not that it's a character driven movie and there's act- I think there's less action in this movie than the other two movies, um, and I think it's much more sm- again it's smaller it's more uh, personal I loved that about it I think he showed that he's more so a really capable really talented director um, he can do things with characters and actors um, and and uh, story and I'm really impressed by that um, and I just I loved every I love this movie it's so awesome. I want to see it again, hopefully in a couple of days. Um, I, it's great. I love Star Trek Beyond. Okay, cool. So uh, let's talk just about the quick about the cast. Um, all the returning players are back. Uh, I think for the most part they were um, they were good. They everybody was typically good in this movie. Yeah, very solid. I do find it funny though that like so Simon Pegg wrote this movie along with Doug uh, Young or Jung. Yeah. I think it's Young. Pronounced Young. I found it funny that. I, Scotty had a lot more to do in this movie. I wonder what a, what a strange coincidence. Oh, that's that. weird. Yeah, very weird. But uh, I so I guess he was since he got more screen time. I feel like he was more of the, a returning standout. Um, but I think he's just that's just a great character. So it's gonna be great no matter how much or little you use him. And um, Zachary Quinto, I was a little disappointed by, but maybe it's just because the shtick is maybe getting old or just I'm, I'm getting more used to it. Cause like, this is the first time I've been exposed to Spock and for extended period of time. So I don't, I'm not quite sure how to feel about that, but he did. He had some very good lines. Uh, uh, what was it? Something about, he had that one line about like bullshit or chicken shit or something like horse, that. Yeah. Horse shit. Horse shit. Yeah. There you go. That was, that was a very, that was pretty funny. Um, so yeah, I think everybody that returned did of, uh, either was just as good as they were last time or even improved. So, Cody, what do you think about the returning cast? Oh, they were all great. Mm-hmm. Everybody, I love the whole cast. Uh, especially, um, who is Does Carl Urban play Bones? Yes. Yeah. He's my favorite character. Mm-hmm. He's just such a crotchety old man. I love it. <laughs> he was me if I was ever a doctor. True. If you can be a doctor. I can be a doctor. You can be a doctor. Just not a medical doctor. Yeah, you're true. Like... The Love Doctor, or something like that. Uh, Josh, returning cast. Uh, everyone, I thought everyone does a great job. Uh, I think Chris Pine impressed me the most, just because this is. I think this is the best he's ever been as Kirk. Um, I thought I, I love sure. Chris Pine. I think he's great in these movies. He's awesome here. Again, I love what you guys said. The uh, uh, Carl Urban and Zachary Quinto together as Bones and Spock. All their scenes were awesome. Um, and I liked, uh, yeah, Simon Pegg as uh, Scotty. He was really funny. I, I thought he worked great here. And yeah. Simon Pegg uh, definitely uh, wrote himself some extra material. It's very <laughs> obvious, um, but yeah, I thought I thought everyone comes back and everyone does a great job. Zoe Saldana, John Cho, uh, they're all awesome. So mm-hmm. uh, now that you, the, now you brought up um, Bones, he was actually I don't know if that's just him uh, Carl been progressing more into the Bones character, but he just there was something off about him. I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but it's just something something very. 
Something was just bugging me about him the whole time. Maybe it was just what his voice or something like that. But you could tell he was definitely putting a voice on. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what he, he was, was um, impersonating. I think more in this movie than the other ones. Uh, okay. The guy who played him in the original movies and whatnot. Okay. I don't right. know his name. That makes sense then. But yeah, there's something different. But he just he was the standout for me. He was just hilarious. Yeah. And uh, as for the retur- as for the new cast, we did get. Uh, Sophia Batella, and something interesting I read about this is that they modeled her character after Jennifer Lawrence's character in Winter's Bone. So they just referred to the character when they before they. Is that real? Are you fucking with us? No, that's actually I'm completely serious. Yeah, that's true. And uh, that is hilarious. So they didn't have a name for her, so they just called her J Law from Winter Winter's Bone, and it become Jayla. So that's kind of a fun little nugget. Um. They named after Jennifer Lawrence. And, uh, of course, I, Idris Elba is the other one. Uh, it's the main newcomer, plays the main villain. So, um, Cody, what did you think about Sofia Batella and I, just, I don't know about her. It just seemed like that character was Zoe Saldana from um, Guardians of the Galaxy. A little bit. They, it was just weird. I don't know. I didn't care for her. It was weird. Mm-hmm. She kind of reminded me of a mix of, um, yeah, that girl from, what's it called? I just said it, Guardians. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, Mila Jovovich character from Fifth Element. Yeah. yeah multi-pass I, girl. I, yeah, I was also a little underwhelmed with her. Not not so much her performance, but just the character that she was given. Like, she's, she didn't... <laughs> she, she's the quote-unquote strong female character in, like, all the ways that you would expect, almost. It's like, that's sort of become a cliche where they just try to make him like oh i'm independent i don't need anybody and i can kick ass because i don't need oh, but anybody. i actually need help yeah but you also also need to help me and i'm also i'm socially awkward but i don't need anybody like it's i just that was a little rough for me because but i i definitely i understand why they did it because you got to represent the ladies a little bit but with her it was just a little little awkward but overall i think i enjoyed her performance so i'm not too negative just i think it could have oh, yeah, been a little she bit wasn't bad it just yeah it just seemed like it wasn't all her own character. Right, right. Like, she was definitely taking at least cues from other science fiction women. Right. Uh, Josh, what about you? Yeah, like I said, I thought I thought she was awesome. She might actually be the standout of the movie for me. Um, I, th- she, I thought she was a total badass. I loved I loved, I loved, Sophia Patella from uh, Kingsman. I thought she was great in that. And she shows she has, I think she has legit acting chops here. I think she does a great job. Um, I, I really loved her character, like not just because she's a badass, because I think she's a like legitimately well-written character. Um, I liked how, I, especially her and uh, Scotty's interaction and their kind of dynamic. I thought that was really well done. It was really interesting and cool to watch. Um, yeah, and I liked kind of how she, her kind of story and character was involved with everything going on and how to kind of aided their story in getting back, getting off the planet. I thought that it worked really well. But yeah, I, I thought she was awesome. Okay, uh, Idris Elba, jo- uh, yeah, Josh, get us started. What do you th- talk uh, about him? Again, he's great. Uh, Idris, I mean, Idris Elba is never bad in anything. He's now playing two of my favorite villains of the year so far, um, and he's, I mean, I mean, he's great. Um, I loved uh, his character, especially towards the third act. Was, the, for the first two acts, I was like, okay, he's he's a good character is good. It's really just Idris Elba being like his presence that's kind of keeping me interested in him. But it's once we learn more about the character towards the end of the movie um, is that where I'm like, okay, this is a really interesting character. Um, and I, I thought he was awesome. I, I really liked him a lot. 
Um, and he fascinated me. He, he was exciting. He was menacing. Um, he was, I thought he was a great villain. So Not as good as Captain Janik from Prometheus, but he gets a pass. Who? Uh, Captain Janik? <clears throat> the black guy from Prometheus. The best movie of... Actually, not Wait, was Idris Elba in Prometheus? Yeah, he's this yes. ship captain. You need to watch that movie. Like I have not seen that since it came out. That's a great movie. Anyways, uh, Cody, Idris Elba, what'd you think? He was pretty good. Yeah. I don't know, he was strange. His reveal was real weird. And now that I'm thinking about it, it seems eerily familiar to... Um, Benedict Cucumber Patch's character in mm-hmm. Into Darkness. Isn't Khan a super old bad guy too? Yeah. Just trying what do to mean? do what's rest for what's best for his crew. He's trying to save his crew. I guess, yeah. And mm-hmm. this guy, I forgot what he was called in the movie. Krull. Krull or whatever his real name was. Mm-hmm. Um he's just trying to get revenge for his crew, I guess. I don't know. I don't his motivations didn't really make sense to me. Yeah. I guess I, he was upset that Starfleet left him behind. Yeah. But but then again, they were all you're going in a Yeah, it's kind of par for the course. You're gonna have to expect something like that might happen. Yeah, you're going like you're going to the the outer reach, the the edge of the universe. You so yeah, they're not lost. gonna be able to they're not gonna be able to get over to you real quick. I mean that's sort of the that they even told that to Starfleet in this movie. They're like, Hey man, you're kinda on your own if you go over there. They're like, Okay, whatever, let's do it. Especially- I guess I I I, def- I think I agree with you, Cody. He just he was he was a little bit too similar to uh, Cumberbatch's character from Into Darkness, just by like their traits. Like if you if you just had to describe to somebody who doesn't who hasn't seen either movie, like describe the the villain the villain of Khan and describe the villain of Krull, there there's really not much that separates him other than physical appearance. Like he was he was just sort of the the tough bad guy that fights a lot and I don't, I don't know it just it wasn't really that compelling to me and i will give you this he's more physically imposing yeah than cucumber patch but yeah absolutely um like when his his first arrival they kind of made him out to look like darth vader almost or just like in in the way that he moves around and just sort of his sort of presence in there which was kind of interesting but again he just sort of becomes a you know, it's the villain that we that he's everyone the, he's the bad guy. That's yeah. It. He's the villain that we've seen a million times. They, he, this movie doesn't, or these movies don't usually have very good villains either. Cucumber Patch is the um, uh, the exception in this this series because right. do you even remember the name of the first one? No. Uh, what's I, his name? Nero. He was the green guy. Was well, I don't even remember him. So, whoops. Um, yeah. He's yeah, but yeah, he's fine. He's definitely he, Idris Elba brings a lot. He acted well. He yeah. it's not like he gave a bad performance or anything. He was really good. And it's they, just yeah, they, yeah. It's just... <laughs> they did so they did something interesting with it, which is, I guess, the best you can hope for. But overall, meh, it was could have done could have been better. Um, so I guess further likes and dislikes, Josh. Why don't you get us started? What what do you want to talk about? Um. I guess the action scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they were really well. Again, this is what Justin Lin's primarily known for with Fast and Furious. But um, I thought they're really well shot. They look really. Uh, they're not as. They don't feel as big as something you'd see in like a J.J. Abrams movie, where everything's kind of a lot. There's a lot more urgency, or not? That's maybe not. Uh, there's more of a uh, kind of Spielbergian feel to a lot of J.J.'s action, where it's like feels big. 
and kind of you have a bigger scope and it's grander. This it feels more kind of urgent and it feels more like um, intense. Person. Yeah, intense stuff like that. Yeah, um, and I I think it worked really well. Um, I thought it was a lot. It had um, this kind of it had it made it feel like its own different thing that still you know fit in the tone of JJ's two movies. Um, and I thought the, all the action scenes are really cool. And I have to, I can't believe I almost forgot about this. My favorite scene in the movie was included a song from a trailer that everybody hated. And it's sabotage. And it's amazing. The scene was spectacular. Um, and everyone that said that trailer sucked because it didn't represent the movie. They are sort of wrong now. even oh, though They're still it, really right. Yeah, it still was a really that, that bad trailer. That trailer was garbage. Yeah, yeah but and it, and not only was it garbage, but it spoiled what could have been a really a really cool and funny scene. Yeah, and plus, what a I, I don't know. I I my first thought when I saw that scene was like, oh yeah, that's cool. But at the same time, I knew what was gonna happen when they talk about about a song. I was like, well, it's gonna be sabotage. Thanks. Like it, that, they sort of sucked the uh, sucked the surprise out of it, and also it just. It just was kind of, st- it was just sort of stupid. It's <laughs> stupid. That's awesome. Oh, that, I mean, it was just that the, was a pretty cool scene. I like really they just it. really wanted, like they were just grasping at straws for an excuse to play sabotage in an action scene. And or to just, make the is that classical music joke every future movie plays. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I I didn't mind. That was a I find it was I funny. Laughed. I laughed, but you have to admit they used that joke a lot. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's it's sort of I'm souring on it the more I think about that scene. I definitely it's definitely entertaining. I can't take that away from it, but just the setup was just really it was just really obvious and a little awkward for me. But like I said, I did enjoy the scene, so I can't complain about it too much. But it's just it's just one of those things that I guess I'm it's gonna bug me, but it's probably not gonna bug a lot of other people, which is fine. So I want people to enjoy a scene. So let's do it. Um. Cody, what do you have any more thoughts on that on the sabotage scene? Sabotage scene. Oh yeah, spoilers for uh, Star Trek Beyond, by the way. Oh, <laughs> don't watch the trailer. I don't think we said anything. Yeah, bad. we we were actually pretty tame on the spoilers this episode. Well, th- this scene is kind of the big spoiler. <laughs> oh, it is. Um, well, I'd say spoilers. The Idris Elba reveals more, but no, they do in the fucking TV spots. Do they? I told you about that. Oh yeah, that sucks. Just like glad I didn't see those because it makes it kind of better. You didn't see them. I didn't see them until after I saw the movie. Fortunately, but oh, that's just bad marketing right there. No, I... yeah. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? The sabotage scene. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. I liked it. I laughed. Yeah, it's a great song, by the way. I mean, I'm not. I'm nothing against Beastie Boys. They're a pretty cool band. They've got some. They got some kicking tunes. Um, <laughs> you're so fucking old, dude. <laughs> It's lit, family. Um, <laughs> fam. Just fam? It's just fam. It's just fam. Okay. That makes you were right with lit. Good job. Good job. Get off my lawn. <laughs> fam, oh calm down. Fam, just calm down, family. Anyways. Um, yeah, I guess it's just... I Like I said, I'm positive on this scene. but um, I think it could have been... Maybe if they just picked a different song. Like, I know they, they either you did, wanted to They, they had that... Um... But I wanted that Other song, song earlier. Yeah, I wanted that song to be a surprise. Like, but and I feel like if it was a su- complete surprise, I would be much more positive on it because I would just be like, "Well, I didn't expect that," but I did expect it. Like that song was already in my head when I think of Star Trek Beyond. So I was just like, oh, "Okay, well, that's a reason to do this." <laughs> um, 
another i guess another point is that the visual effects i think were stunning with this movie yeah, i mean they they it granted it's star trek so it should be but i feel like it is it is worth pointing out that they did a really good job with those and um but here's my hope yeah for the next movie i'm sick of seeing the enterprise get destroyed oh god yes i forgot to mention. this is what the third time in the third movie that we've seen it happen is it made of paper mache or what? it's gotta be just weak it's just like why do they destroy it every two seconds i'm not attached to the ship yet yeah it's been what well, you said but it's been destroyed in three straight movies now i don't remember if it was in the first movie josh yeah. do you remember if it was it was not okay really but it just it takes away from the like it just takes away from the suspense of it because like you just get beat down with like oh the enterprise is being destroyed like they I mean it wasn't really it wasn't destroyed in the first movies it, it was destroyed it was in the second it was it was attacked in the first one it was damaged in the second one and then it was repaired it was wrecked in the second movie it uh, it's just it's so, just so this one it crashed is that not so... the one that crashed right into the middle of la or was that a different ship no that was that was the enterprise like i don't know just, or that... just the idea of attacking the enterprise is just so old like they well, i mean that's how you start a star trek episode though <sighs> i know it's just like it's a it's yeah it's a formula but this one is just so like uh, I'm just. I wish I could fast forward the movie. It's like, okay, let's just get past all this stuff because I know, <laughs> know what's gonna happen. I've seen this before. Like they don't, they don't attack the Millennium Falcon in every Star Wars movie. Just, just leave it be. Just leave it be. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Well, they don't like just. They don't wreck the Millennium. They Falcon. don't. It's yeah. never been destroyed. Because if they wreck the Millennium Falcon, everyone will cry. Good. So that might be a good idea. I don't know. It's just that just bugged me. I just, I just sort of was waiting for that to end. Plus, like I said, paper mache. Like that thing, whoever built that should be fired. Exactly. That so, engineer's a garbage. Like the, the the ship from Interstellar lasts longer than the than the USS Enterprise. So burn on Star Trek. But so here we go. <laughs> here we go. It's love. Uh, love Tars. Tars. The, the love wasn't the solution in this movie. So five no, out of it was ten. Was not. Five out of ten. All right, uh, Josh. <laughs> what else do you want to talk about? Um. Uh. I don't really know. I just overall, I just really enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, G- Michael Giacchino's music, which I loved in the other two movies, isn't as strong in this one, but it's it's good. Um, again, the humor—it's a really funny movie. I, I think Simon Pegg did a really good job with the script here, with the dialogue mm-hmm. and the banter between everybody. Um, yeah, just overall, overall, I thought it was an awesome movie. Yeah. So. Look, just looking, kind of looking ahead, like we reported on the news that. Chris Hemsworth is going to be back for the for the fourth oh, movie, yeah. and it's Fourth. after seeing this, it's obvious that that's been the plan all along because they did a really good job, I think, of setting up that sort of situation. I just, I really, I hope they get it, they do it right, and they just they make it a time travel movie where the situation is your is the antagonist and not a person, like you know, like with like with Back to the Future. That's the situation is we need to get, you know, we need to do this and we need to be able to get around time travel. So I really, I'm fingers crossed. I'm really hoping that they get it right for us, for Star Trek Four. But what? Are you, do you, how do you guys think it set up a future installment? Well, hopefully there'll be more whales in these next movies. That's true. Space whales. <laughs> were they were they space whales or were they like? Oh, they were no, on whales. Earth. They were on Earth. They went back in time to 1970s San Francisco. And Which is when the movie came out. Yeah. So it was present day. Yeah. That's weird. But anyway. Um, so yeah, Josh, did you like how they possibly maybe set up a sequel? 
I didn't really see how they set up a sequel. And they I mean, talked about his dad a lot. Yeah, actually. like they mentioned, yeah. like, oh, you're not like your father. Son. I think you that's more your own man. I don't really see it as setting up a sequel. That's just more, you know, setting up uh, oh, Kurtz as a character. I do. I definitely think it's so. also setting up the conflict for. Uh... Plus, like, George Kirk was the first character we saw in any of these movies, if I remember, well, yeah. my memory serves. So it makes yeah. sense to kind of come back around to that. And it's, and it, that's what it seems to me. Like, I feel like when Star Trek Four begins, or maybe I even was hoping that when this ends, you're going to have Kirk sort of talking with somebody about about his father or looking up things about his father or something like that. So, I don't know. I, 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 they've done a good job at setting that up, so I just hope the follow-through is just as good. Star Trek Four: this quest for peace. Nope, that's uh, that's Superman Four. Oh, what? <laughs> Star Trek Four, Daddy's Home. You mean Daddy's the Home? home? <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's Home. God, I hope that's what they call the movie. Star Trek to Dad's House. <laughs> Gosh. All right, Josh. Uh, Cody, got any anything else you guys want to talk about? Got nothing. All right, Josh. I think, uh, um, it's a pretty looking movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very pretty. Cool. Well, let's uh, let's give it a grade then. Cody, start with you. I'm going to give it a seven and a half. I concur. Just what I was thinking. Josh? I'm going nine. Nine. Shit. Solid. All right. Glad you enjoyed it. All right. Oh, yeah. Idris Elba's character. Do we, did you, do we like that twist and that revelation? I liked it. It made me go from liking him to loving him. Okay. So. Cody? Just like I said earlier, it reminded me too much of Khan. Okay. That's fair. I, I thought I liked it. It was... It, could, it did sort of bug me that the, that footage that Uhura goes to was, like, on repeat, and it's like, oh, now we can fast-forward it. Now we can it. see it and move <laughs> Now it. we can, like... Now we can look for Idris Elba. Yeah, exactly. But I thought he was the black guy that was, like, coming up to the screen that, like... I did, too, but I was wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Accidental racist. Just like that song. Oh, well. <laughs> is there a right. song about me? Yep, there is. It's really good. It's actually with it's with LL Cool J and somebody, and it it base one of the lines is "I'll forgive you for do rags if you forgive me for slavery." Shit. And it's really intense, because those are the same thing. But yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, watching, reading, listening to for this week. Uh, I've been really bad with my with my movie watching, and I've been busy, and I haven't really been able to to do much. But of the new things I watched, one of them not very proud of. I was on a I was on a bus trip to a baseball game. And I watched Everyone's Hero. <sighs> barf, 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 barf. One of the worst things I've ever seen, so I'm not going to talk about it anymore. And But the new thing I re- I saw was Burn After Reading, another Cohen movie, and I loved it. It was hysterically funny. It was just, I couldn't take my eyes off the thing. Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt especially, was played a role that he, I, I've never seen him play before. He was a dopey gym teacher, or gym coach or something like that. Uh, and he was, oh, he's a personal trainer, that's right, and he was hysterical. John Malkovich is the best, and he pronounces memoir as memoir, and he's just so, his character is just so pretentious, it's awesome. And, uh, yeah, I highly recommend Burn After Reading. I think it's an extremely underrated Coen's movie, Coen Brothers movie, that I I find it much better. I think it's much better than No Country. I remember seeing the trailer for this movie. It's really good. It's really, really good. It has a very, it has one of, the, one of the biggest what the fuck scenes that I've seen in a movie in a very long time. It just, there was a scene there that just floored me. So, Josh, you seen it? No. Okay. Well, if you ever get around to, it. I mean, granted, 
of the things you haven't seen, this is very low on the list. Like, get Zodiac first, like, Tinker Tailor first. You gotta see that kind of stuff. But if you find it on, on TV, maybe give it a look. All right, what Star Wars thing have you seen this week, Josh? <laughs> Nothing. Oh. <gasps> oh, my God. I mean, I, actually, I did start a book, but I'll talk about that you when asshole. I finish it. Okay. I'll talk about that when I finish it. But, um... Okay, so what I do, I have two things this week. One is a show, one is a movie. Um, first, talk about the show. I watched a show on Netflix. Well, I don't even know if I can call it a show because I didn't feel like it was a show, but it's a, a Stranger Things. It's on Netflix. Um, it's kind of a a, 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 tri- a homage to kind of 80s sci-fi adventure, and it's one of the best things I've ever seen. It's amazing. Um, Winona Ryder's in it. Um it's really, it's really just a really fun, really cool throwback, uh, nostalgic kind of thing. It reminded me of like ET or Super Eight or uh, Close Encounters, Goonies, things like that. Um, and it's it's so much fun. The story is fantastic. It really takes you in a lot of different cool new directions. It doesn't go for some of the you know cliches that you'd see in things like that. It doesn't follow some of the tropes, but it, it kind of turns its head on a little bit. Um, it's really awesome. It's an eight episode. Uh, series i don't know if they're doing another season um because it's very much a self-contained story um but i absolutely loved it i watched the entire thing the six and a half hour thing in one go um and i loved every second of it i think it's uh great if you love that kind of thing definitely watch it so the log line is the synopsis on november 6 1983 in indiana 12 year old will byers vanishes instantly Will's mother, Joyce, becomes frantic and tries to find Will while police chief Hopper begins his own investigation. The very next day, a mysterious girl with strange abilities appears who knows the whereabouts of Will. But as they get closer to the truth, they will have to face not only a sinister government agency, but a more insidious force who plans on devouring them all. Oh, boy. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll give that a shot. That looks If it's eight, you know, eight episodes and it's like a kind of cut and dry done story, you said, Josh? Yeah. Okay, that sounds interesting. Maybe I'll give it a look. Cody, yeah. what do you think about it? I'll give it a go. Maybe after I finish House of Cards, we'll see. Cool. All right, Cody, what did you watch, read, listen to this weekend? I've been watching, reading, listening to... I don't know. I've been also been... I can't say I've been busy. I just haven't been doing anything. Um, <laughs> I'm continuing my watch of House of Cards. I'm on the fourth season. Oh, Wow. Has the thing happened yet? Which thing? The big thing. I need more. The is the season four thing? The hospital I'm never, thing. I'm never gonna watch it, so you can spoil. No, it. I it's don't just... know. I don't know. I don't know if it's happened. Okay. That's the thing. Um, is it? Does it happen in season four? Yes. Oh, don't tell me because I just started season four. Today. Okay, so you're like on the first episode. I'm on the second. Okay. Here, so we'll talk about it, and I'll check, take a look to see, because I don't want to spoil it for um, you. Um. What? Oh, it's just that show's starting to get a lot more frustrating to me. Have you ever watched the show? Or it's like when I watched Nightcrawler, it was such a frustrating thing that it wasn't even fun watching. Mm-hmm. It's starting to get like that. Like, I just wish people could work together without stabbing each other in the back for more than two seconds. <laughs> True. It's just. It's really frustrating, but it's so it's so well acted. Yeah, I think to a point they make Francis out to be too, I guess, too much of a dick. Where I just sort of at, at one point I got to the, I, I my my brain started to go into the place of like, well, why is anybody helping in it, him anymore? But 
I don't know. I'm willing to forgive that. Just the yeah, the plot's getting a little bit murky and maybe a little bit silly, but I think I think it's all coming to a really interesting head. And I'm excited to see where it goes. They leave off on a really interesting note, and I'm I'm extremely excited um, to see it because like in the beginning of the season, and this isn't a spoiler, but you know this. So they're in the middle of a presidential campaign because uh-huh. Frank sort of conned his way into into becoming president, which was. So fascinating and so great. Oh, that was so good. So, I think season five is gonna do something really interesting with that, and I and especially considering where politics are now, I'm really curious to see how how uh, they all um, take that on because I think it's it's ripe for um it's ripe for drama, and I think they're gonna mm-hmm. get some really good stuff from that. So I'm very I'm excited about season five. But Cody, yeah, you are can't wait to finish it. You've got something really. Really big coming. Oh, we'll see. I bet it has something to do with um, what's Robin White's Wright's character's name? Claire. Claire. Claire's screwing over Kevin Spacey like she does every other episode. No, you're completely. Oh, I'm wrong. wrong. I hate her guts though. But let me know is let me know when it happens because you're you're gonna know that it happens. So I'll just... probably it'll probably have is how close am I? Where what episode are you? I want to say two. Okay, so you're very close. Like you'll if if you are you watching if you watch more than two hours tonight, you're gonna get to it. Oh, I'm so excited. So you're I'm, all right. Let me know. All right. I will. All right. Um, that did, have I talked about Bloodborne on here? Yes. Okay, I'm just playing that again. Nice, nice. All right. So anything else you guys want to talk about? Um, how do you feel about Donald Trump? <laughs> he's not going to be president you guys want to talk about politics like if anybody know if you know anything about politics and presidential elections you'll know that you need 270 electoral votes and there's and hillary's already at like 220 so it's kind of just a matter oh, of time boy. like it, he's not going to be president oh but i don't know about that did you see the whole email thing It'll that's play. shady as fuck dude oh no i'm not, curious not, to see what just happens not even hillary clinton's emails yeah. though that's the thing yeah it's and, the DNC chairperson. That's and that's hey, that's Bernie's been saying from the beginning that something's up with right. it. He's right. So we'll see what happens in the convention. Oh, I think that's so dirty. I think something interesting is going to happen at the convention. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's going to go to Bernie, but you never know. Josh, oh. what do you think? Politics and stuff. Yeah, you're not. Don't vote for Donald Trump. Just I, I encourage. Not, you, I'm not vote, if I I'm vote not telling anyone, you to vote not, for anybody. I don't want to like. I'm not saying you should vote for Hillary. I'm not saying just don't vote for Donald Trump. Just don't. I'm not. I vote. will never vote for Hillary or Donald Trump. Vote which is why I'm not voting. All so. right, throw your vote then to who should be president? Yeah, th- Larry no. Johnson. Yeah, throw it. No, honestly, if you're if anybody out there is thinking like oh, I'm just gonna sit this one out, no, go with, go to an alternative candidate because the more this the more support we give them, the sooner that a third party candidate is gonna be taken seriously. And it's that's your civic duty, first yeah. of all. Not only that, it's your civic duty. The mm-hmm. whole reason that this country exists is so you can vote. And for KFC Famous Bowls. That too. Double oh. Downs are even better, though. Double Downs are the best. That's American in, in, in a nutshell. <laughs> the, the pinnacle of Western Just unhealthy excess. It's great. But seriously, go think. give a third-party candidate a look, because I think uh, that's, that's sort of – that's voting in a good way. But, yeah, it's not silly. Yeah. It's not throwing away your vote like I did in 2012. Who would you vote for? Gary Johnson, libertarian. Oh. No, even then, like we're leading it, we're we're on our way. We're the third parties is on an upward trajectory, so it's up to you, America, or just write in, you know, Ron Paul or 
Yeah, Ron Paul. Uh, John Kasich, even then. Yeah, give John Kasich the L. But anyways. Heck, let's give it to Mickey Mouse. True. <laughs> Just write in Mark Hamill. Nobody will think the he'll no. probably get a lot of votes. But <laughs> all right. Uh, so coming up fairly soon, hopefully. Uh, well, what did we decide on Tuesday night? I believe we should be sitting down to talk about Batman: The Killing Joke. So that's gonna be fun. A uh, little nice little bonus episode that's been getting a lot of headlines, and it's Batman. So it'll be good to so- talk about something that's Batman related, no matter. Are what you guys gonna read the comic before you see it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I read it all the time anyways, because it's like, it takes 10 minutes. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. But uh, we're excited about that. So uh, until we talk to you Tuesday night, you can follow us at underscore RealFlix on the Twitter. Send us an email at RealFlixPodcast at gmail.com and leave us an iTunes review. Five stars. Tell us uh, what you think. Just uh, give us your honest opinions, because we give you ours. So uh, until next time, Josh, Cody, take it easy. Bye, everybody. Later.